Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, October 31st. Your drive begins now here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're here until 6 o'clock. We'll get your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We're going to hear from Coach Huff in just a few minutes, get his thoughts on Marshall's upcoming opponent and, of course, the team itself as we are at his weekly presser. So we've got that coming up for you. And we got a lot of Marshall news to get into today as well. And we got to start with yesterday, right after we got off the air. And the press release went out. So we missed it by a couple of minutes. I mean, it was time to come out, like, right after the show. So I'm going to bring it up today. But Marshall University is about to conduct a a national search for a new women's soccer coach after Marshall women's coach Michael Swan was let go on Monday. Now, the Thundering Herd went 7-9-1, 2-8-in-some-belt play this season. Overall, Coach Swan was 17-37-8. He had a 5-27-4 mark in league play for four seasons. So the athletic department is making a change in the women's soccer side of, of things, trying to build a program that is comparable to the men's program. And, you know, and I wish Coach Swan well. I sent him a text yesterday and uh, told him that I hated it for him and uh, I wish him most success he possibly can have in his next venture. I mean – Personally, I won't go into too many details, but he's a really great guy. I know a few things he's done personally that uh, he's a stand-up human being, so I wish him completely the best, and I hate to see him go. And, you know, we all hate to see certain coaches go. I think that he came in during a rough time. It was COVID, obviously. COVID did not help. You know, I know he had a few years. You know, injuries kind of hurt. He didn't have a full deck to play with. I know there are probably you can make a lot of excuses for anybody, and I get that. But you know, I, I thought he was a heck of a coach, and I hate to see him go. And hopefully, when he bounces back, and I hope he will, that uh, the next program that he's in charge of, he has uh, a lot of success with. So, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge Coach Swan let go yesterday for the Marshall women's soccer team, and you know, said so we couldn't get into it yesterday. It came out a little bit right after the show ended. I mean. I get down to my desk, I sit down, open up my email, and next thing you know, email comes across. Coach Swan, let go, new search. So, I hate it, though. I really, you know, you always hate it when, um, you know, coach you like leaves. You hate that. I mean, we all have our favorite coaches. You know, I like Coach Swan. I like I like several of the coaches. You know, the ones that I really know, I like them, and I think they're doing a great job. And, of course, you know, it comes right down to, you know, what are you do, doing for me now? What have you done for me lately? I mean, that was something that I was taught in college, you know, not even about sports. It was about this industry. What, hey, what have you done for me lately? I mean, that's 
That's what's going to be asked of you all the time. Hey, it's great you did this. What have you done for me lately? And that's always going to be the metric. What have you done for me lately? There's soccer action tonight. Marshall men in action. Looking to end the regular season on a high note. Taking on South Carolina. That's going to kick off at 7.15 at Hoops Family Field. The herd needs a draw or better. No worse than a draw to host and be the second seed. Now, after it gets down to the championship, the highest seed will host. But if Marshall at least is one or two, Marshall can guarantee itself all the way to at least the championship game, guarantee itself in a home field. I was hoping that this would be the crowning of the regular season champions, to be honest with you. I was hoping that they were going to be, no question, the regular season champions. So now, if they finish second, they have an opportunity to play for the Sun Belt Tournament Championship, which is... Still important. You want to win that. We put a lot into the tournament. At least most of us do. The regular season doesn't seem to mean anything anymore. I mean, look what the NIT is doing. Not even going to guarantee regular season champions an automatic bid to the NIT anymore. If you're a regular season champion and you're not in one of the power conferences, you're not guaranteed a spot in the NIT. So what does that do? What does that do through the regular season for some of those teams? Now, if I'm a conference, and I've heard this and I agree with it, if I'm a conference, I'm awarding my regular season champion the the automatic bid. I'm doing away with tournaments. If I'm not in a power conference, I'm doing away with tournaments. And I don't know what the money metrics are for these things, but I'm doing away with that. Look, We're going to send our regular season champ to the NCAA tournament. That's how it should be. That's how it should always be. The regular season champ should go. I don't like this. Now, I get it. We like tournaments. We like March Madness. But I think the regular season should mean something. So the automatic bid should go to the regular season champion. Make the regular season mean something. And then you don't have to worry about this. Oh, well, you got these Cinderella teams. And I like Cinderella teams. Don't get me wrong. But I think a lot of teams that have had a tremendous year and they win their regular season conference title, they should get rewarded for having a consistent, outstanding season. I think that it's how it should be done. But instead, we have devalued the regular season. Absolutely the wrong way to go. It's also trick-or-treat, right? Tonight's the night. Halloween trick-or-treat. It's spooky season coming to an end. We had someone, and I'm not going to name his name. He knows who he is. You can see the picture on my X account, formerly known as Twitter. I'm not naming names, but we had someone dressed up today named not Woody Woodrum, not named Woody Woodrum, show up today as Coach Harbaugh. Had the binoculars, had the... Had the play chart, had everything. Was looking to steal signs, I think, steal plays. It was hilarious. So you can see that picture, and you can find out a lot more 
whatever's going on with me, you can follow me on X. It's formerly known as Twitter, at Paul Swan. So Coach was there today. It was a lighter mood to a degree at Coach's Presser. And then we had player interviews, and you'll hear some of that stuff coming up later in the week. But we talked to Eli Neal. And toward the end, now let me set this up. Eli was was having having his way with some Halloween candy previously before he got up to the stage, to the podium. So that's what set this up. Eli was rocking some candy. He was he was tearing it up. And so he got asked the question, obviously. You're gonna get asked that question if you are tearing up some candy before you get up to the podium and speak to the media. He was asked, what is his favorite candy? And I disagree. I think his take is not good. Rate his take because I don't think it's good. Here's what he had to say. Can, candy corn is a no-go for me. I say candy corn. Uh, I don't like Tootsie Rolls either, though. I don't like Tootsie Rolls. I say my favorite Halloween candy is probably Kit Kat, for sure. Kit Kat, throw that thing in the in the refrigerator for a little bit. Ooh, little chill on that thing. I like, yeah, I'm a chocolate lover, though. So, like, I would say Kit Kat, Reese's, and Snickers in my top three. You had a whole bag of them. My top three. All that's finna get killed, though. Yeah, I'm about to eat all that. Had a whole bag, ate it all, destroyed it. I I don't agree with some of that take. How do you not like Tootsie Rolls? First and foremost, that's the candy I can't keep stocked. I got a candy dish on my desk, and when I have Tootsie Rolls in that candy dish— if I leave the candy dish out overnight and forget to put it up, when I come back in the morning, it's mysteriously almost all gone. That's the candy I can't keep in stock. Tootsie Roll, that's almost the primary go-to for most people, except for Eli Neal. I don't get that take. And I'm sorry, candy corn, I don't get the hate for candy corn. I don't understand it. You're wrong. Candy corn is great. Never understood the hate for candy corn. Absolutely think that that is a top five candy. And if you don't think so, that's fine. You can believe that, but you're wrong. Candy corn is a top five candy. And Tootsie Rolls also a top five candy. I mean, I respect the Kit Kat take and the Snickers. I get that. I respect that. But no, that's terrible. That take was not good. I did not like that take. So... As you can tell, we were asking some serious questions throughout the day, and we had to end. We didn't know how to end that after that. I mean, we, I think we pretty much couldn't follow that up, but since we were throwing things out, since it is trick-or-treat, it is Halloween, I wanted to know what his favorite costume was. What's your favorite Halloween costume? Costume that I didn't wear? See, I, I was planning on being Freddy Krueger. Is, is, you know, that's my other alias. Y'all don't know that, but yeah, Freddy K, that's my name on Call of Duty. Okay, I didn't ask if that was PlayStation or Xbox, but Freddy K, look up Freddy K on Xbox or, or PlayStation. Find out if that's, um, that's Eli. You could go up against Eli Neal. You could be rolling into a map with Eli Neal now that you know that's his, that's his alias, Freddy K on Call of Duty. He's going to get a lot of friend requests. There's going to be some other person, maybe 
if he's a PlayStation guy, the Xbox version of him, Freddie K on Xbox, going to get a lot of friend requests. I'm going to be like, what, what am I getting all these friend requests for? It's because they all think you're Eli Neal. When we continue, Coach Huff will get his thoughts. We'll get your thoughts. Text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Do you agree with that take that candy corn is a no-go? And Tootsie Rolls also not good? I don't agree with that take. But you can have that take. I just don't think it's right. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, major league playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you are a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's place your home away from home now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from mutual wholesalers 710 fifth street huntington come in today to mutual wholesalers beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look check out acre by max have a new bathroom this year mutual wholesalers locally owned and operated 710 fifth street huntington call 304-525-9118 Imagine this. It's a chilly winter morning. It snowed a little overnight. You think to yourself, is my car ready for this? There are multiple steps you could take to see if your car is ready for winter. Or one simple one. Have the pros at TikTok Tire make sure your car is ready for winter. They'll check your battery, tires, fluids, wipers, and hoses. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Give the pros at TikTok Tire a call and they'll be happy to answer any questions. Winterize your car at TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Call today for your appointment at 304 525 For 176 years, it's been a Glockner family tradition to provide excellent customer service. And that tradition continues during Glocktoberfest at every Glockner location, where we're celebrating our past, present, and future. Yes, we celebrate you save with Glockner's lowest live market prices with no payments for 90 days. And we always put people over profit with no hidden fees. It's Glocktoberfest happening now. We make it easy at Glockner.com. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, 
but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the West Virginia Secondary School Activities Commission and the West Virginia Athletic Directors Association. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We carry on. It's Halloween, everyone. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. If you were with us a few minutes ago, you know where I'm going with this. If you weren't, Eli Neal had a hot take. Said that candy corn is a no-go. That's an absolutely terrible take from Eli Neal. I do not agree with that. And he said Tootsie Rolls also. He doesn't like Tootsie Rolls. I don't agree with that either. Those are great candies. You know what? I'm going to have candy corn. I'm just going to bring candy corn with me everywhere I go. I'm going to bring Eli some candy corn next week. What do you think? If you go trick-or-treating... And you get candy corn, What do you, you look at that, you're like, uh, yeah, terrible? No, I'm good with that. And Tootsie Rolls? You look at the Tootsie Rolls and go, oh, no, that's terrible? No, you don't. That is not. Not. Texer writes in, making it Halloween-themed, and said, Halloween, no team in the Sun Belt is afraid of Marshall. They're all looking to eat green marshmallows. A little creative there. I respect that. I like creative. You think teams are afraid of the herd? I don't know if anyone's afraid of anyone. I don't know if you look at a team and go, oh, we're scared of them. I don't know if that, you mean, you kind of hope that teams just go, hey, that's a challenge. You know, you got coach speak, obviously. You got all of that. Hey, by the way, uh, we've got, um, speaking of coaches speaking, we've got Coach Huff his presser, and let's start out with his opening statement. He talked a little bit about last week, and he flat out came out and said it didn't go the way that we wanted it to, but no excuses. Um, Saturday um, didn't play very well, to be completely honest. There's no excuse for it. Um, Starts with me, goes right down to the coaches, down to the players, down to the people that tape ankles, down to the equipment people. We're all in this together. we got to play better. Um, it is what it is. Um, hats off to um, Coastal Carolina. I thought they made some big-time plays early in the game that kind of put us in a little bit of a bind. Um, but hats off to them. we got to play better. No 
you know, the sky's not falling. Um, when we don't execute, it's going to put us in a bind. Took us out of some of the things we wanted to do offensively because of, you know, we got behind and had to kind of try to get back in it. I did think there were some opportunities for us to weather the storm, and we did not respond. First drive, we moved the ball down the field, um, and we were not able to get a field goal or score points. We Later in the game, um, special teams comes up with a turnover, um, and we only get three out of that instead of seven. Those type of moments right there change from do you play well, do you not play well. Sometimes playing well is not just every play is perfect, right? There's ebbs and flows to the game, but there are moments in games that you can respond or you have to respond in order to kind of weather those storms. Um, obviously, we, we did not do that. Coach Huff taking the responsibility. That's what a head coach does. Team plays well. Players executed. Team doesn't play well. We didn't execute. You take the you take the successes and take the failures. So that's Coach Huff, you know, spelling it out. Hey, look, as a, as a coach, all the way down to the that poor guy, the poor girl that tapes ankles. But he did say that they've got a lot to learn, and this game did help. In that process. A lot to learn from. There was some positives. Um, the players took some positives from it. The players took some things, some ownership on some things. Um, Coaches-wise, we took some ownership on some things. I think a lot of times when I use the word, we didn't play well, we didn't execute, that we, I'm just talking about the players. No, we're in this together. We, we call plays for the players to execute. Um, we got to continue to be strategic about what plays we're able to call. Sometimes the best play call may not be the best play for that player. Um, you know, we were in a situation, we started, started two true freshman safeties, um, and some of the things that happened showed up. Um, so we've got to continue to evolve coaching-wise to put us in the best position for the players. Um, and then the players have to execute. I mean, at some point it's 50-50. So our players realized that. They took ownership of it. We took ownership of it. So no excuses is the theme of the start of this presser today. Now – Try to put that behind you. Getting ready for Appalachian State, the Mountaineers, one of Marshall's more notable, better rivals. Series is 15-10 in favor of Appalachian State. Marshall leads the series as uh, an FBS school, with both teams being FBS. Marshall leads 2-1. to one. Marshall has had limited success in Boone. Marshall has lost nine and only won three in Boone. And, of course, Marshall got the win last year. So it's been a fun series going back to those Southern Conference days. Marshall, App State, and Coach Huff, he hasn't been at Marshall but a few years, but he knows the significance of this one as well. Um, now we got to get ready to go down to Boone. Another um, tough battle. You know, these, these two schools have um, a lot of history. Long before the Sun Belt, long before Coach Huff, long before this team, um, the history between these two schools and the rivalry, if you want to call it that, um, the the battle between the two has always been good. It's tough to win in Boone. Um, a lot of respect for Coach Clark. Um, he and I usually spend a lot of time together at the spring um, conference meetings for the Sun Belt. Um, obviously, him being from West Virginia and Charleston area, um, he's got a lot of family and friends in this area, so he's obviously very connected to what's going on here. And I have a lot of respect for him because you look at a program that's been um, consistent for a very long time. You know, I mean, they do things the right way. They play hard. 
Um, they trust in their systems. They don't get swayed by, you know, ebbs and flows of football. Um, they're not going to come out and do something totally different. They believe in their systems. They believe in their, um, their model. So a lot of respect for them. That's Coach Huff talking about the opponent. And we got a little deeper into that later on in the presser about the rivalry, about you know, this matchup, regional rivalries came up as well. That's sort of what the Sun Belt is building on and the Marshall brand. Where is the Marshall brand in relation to these rivalries? Yeah, I think, again, um, you know, we play in a really good conference, which has really good regional rivalries. I think our brand is really good. I know, you know, we're the worst team in America that ever played right now because we're on a four-game slide. I, I get that. But I think our brand is good. I think our kids play hard. You know, I think our kids play with a, you know unbelievable intensity. I think our kids, um, you know, go out and play the game the right way. You know, we're not fighting and throwing helmets. We don't have those issues. Um, I think the conference is really competitive. You know, so teams, these you know, networks and stations get, you know, a good product on the field. Um, for us, it's just about going out for opportunity to improve. You know, we got a lot of season left. The seniors talked about it. There's a lot still out there for us. Um, but it's also we're running out of opportunities, you know, so we can't keep coming up every week and saying we got to execute, we got to execute. Um, ultimately, we got to do something. But I think these type of environments are good because, again, the brand is good, the conference is doing well, and this is really what college football is about. Coach Jeff, you're not the worst team in America. UCF has a five-game losing streak. Temple has a five-game losing streak. Kent State has a five-game losing streak. Army has a five-game losing streak. Marshall just has a four-game losing streak. There are teams that are worse than you, Coach. ULM, six-game losing streak. Michigan State and Cincinnati and Arkansas and Akron, all on six-game losing streaks. Vanderbilt, a seven-game losing streak. Southern Miss, a seven-game losing streak. Sam Houston, an eight-game losing streak. So, Coach, it's not that bad. Not the worst team in America. I will defend you on that one. You're wrong. Not the worst team in America. There are teams that are way worse than you as far as your losing streak is concerned. Now, you know, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't compare Marshall to Akron uh, any day of the week. I think uh, you know, Marshall consistently is, is fine. It's just a four-game losing streak. But that's kind of the tone of what we got earlier today. We'll hear more from Coach when we continue. We'll get your text in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in and says, Handful of candy corn is a trick-or-treat must. Stop the candy corn hate. You heard Eli Neal. You heard Eli Neal. Candy corn is a no-go for me. You heard that. Eli Neal said candy corn is a no-go for him. Candy corn is a no-go for me. I can't believe he said it either. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More of your texts coming up, and we'll hear more from Coach Huff when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Check out Working Man's Store in Huntington, the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Medcouture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man's Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man's Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man's Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man's Store, open every day at 145th Avenue. Huntington. 
Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender. NCUA. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes. Spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature big red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. More of your text coming up at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Welcome back to The Drive. Happy Halloween, everyone. Have some safe trick-or-treating out tonight if you're going out, of course. If you're going to the Marshall men's soccer match, that's coming up tonight, 7-15 at Hoops Family Field. So you've got plenty of options tonight for the kids. Take them trick-or-treating, take them to go see soccer. Try to do both. Should be a fun night tonight. A lot of, uh, a lot of great places to uh, trick-or-treat in uh, the tri-state. And so I'm looking forward to uh, seeing all the scary costumes out there. Text line is open at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I was at the presser earlier today with uh, Marshall Coach, Coach Huff. And we also talked to several players, and Eli Neal committed, I think, the biggest atrocity you possibly could. He completely dissed Candy Corn. Candy Corn is a no-go for me. Cannot believe he said that. So he dissed Candy Corn. How dare he? Texter writes in, Mr. Neal is a man with a sophisticated palate and discerning taste. Okay. I, I, I appreciate that take. It's wrong, but that is a take to have. As he even went on the dog Tootsie Rolls. Can you believe that? Candy corn and Tootsie Rolls. Can, candy corn is a no-go for me. I say candy corn. Uh, I don't like Tootsie Rolls either. Can you believe he said that? He doesn't like Tootsie Rolls either. We'll get more of your text in. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Let's talk about the topic that everyone wants to talk about when it comes to Marshall football. Well, at least one of them anyway. Is Cole Pennington. Cole Pennington... His performance, what did Coach think? 
you know, are we going to see more of that? We're going to see more of Cole. We're going to see more of Cole and Cam. You know, what was Coach's take when he was asked that question earlier today? Yeah, I thought you know he did some good things, but again, it, we turned the ball over three times. We turned the ball over five times Saturday night. Obviously, some of them were a little bit um, later in the game, but you you can't do that. The quarterback's job is to move the team down the field efficiently. However, you do that. Cam does it differently than Cole because of his skill set. Um, but you can't turn the ball over, and, and that's why that's why we made the switch with Cam. Not to say that Cam was you know not our guy or we were done with it. And we didn't do that. No different than right guard, left guard, left tackle, corner. If you're not playing well, we got to play someone else. And and no one is above reproach. Um, and, and that was the message to Cam. It had nothing to do with you know whether we think he's the guy, not the guy. It was hey, you're not playing well. Just like we benched the left guard two weeks ago because he was giving up too many sacks or giving up too many pressures. Um, he battled back, got his spot back. We do the same thing at all positions. I think that's the only way as a coach to truly have the trust of your players that if someone's not playing well, you're going to get replaced. Now, obviously, the person that replaces them has got a duty to come in and play better. Um, so I thought Cole did some good things. Um, you know, he, he'll tell you, you know, that you got to take care of the ball. You know, those, those are probably the, the glaring mistakes that erase a lot of the positive, you know, from your memory. Um, but I thought he did some good things. So I had some positives to say about Cole Pennington. And of course, I hope we're going to see more of him. And again, a lot of us want to see Cole Pennington do well because, honestly, he's Chad Pennington's son. And Chad Pennington, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University, still continues to be an important part of the Marshall athletic and academic community. So you want to see his son do well, right? You know, you want to see shades of, of Chad Pennington out there. You want to see the second coming of Chad Pennington. But you got to remember also that this is Cole Pennington. This is not Chad Pennington. This is Cole Pennington. But he went out and had a bad day, right? Well, it was brought up that Chad Pennington also, when he came out and made his debut, he had a bad day. What are those conversations like with Cole? What are those conversations like with Chad Pennington, with Cole Pennington? Coach um, had an interesting response to that, and then he broke it down further. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to ask Coach Pruitt if they beat him up on Twitter like they beat me up. So I, I don't know. I, you know. I told Cole, you go in and you got to perform. I mean, it's, it's different outside in. Like, Cole knows he needs to improve. We know Cole needs to improve. Actually, his dad texted me with, like, a list of 15 things that he didn't do great. Um, and he said, I've already talked to Cole about these, and we're going to be on it. But outside the building, growth and development is supposed to happen like that. Well, inside the building, it doesn't happen like that. Um, I thought Cole did some really good things that we can build off of. And I thought as he made some mistakes, there were some glaring areas where, hey, in practice, remember we said you can't do this or you have to do this first in order to do that. That's what showed up in the game. Now you can go back to that practice rep or that practice teaching lesson and say, hey, this is why we were saying that. Some of it was not a complete he didn't know what he was doing. Some of the speed of the game is different. You know, I mean, the speed of the game in practice is different than it is in the game. Some of it was, okay, we can't prepare you for every single coverage that they could possibly play. But we can prepare you to go through the concept or the read how you're supposed to go through it. Some of those areas where, hey, look, he's trying to make a play to get the ball back to a screen. You got to eat it right there. I know what you're trying to do. The competitor in him, he's trying to get the screen. If we get it off, we may get a big play. 
hey, I'm getting pressure, ball's down here at the goal line, I got to take the sack here. Those are things that come with experience, no different than the young safeties. Where am I supposed to line? How deep am I supposed to be? Um, I'm okay with um, his development because I know ultimately when he's ready, he'll be ready. The tough part is we all want him ready in dad's mode now. Um, but I always remind him, I say, you do know your dad you know, had a rough outing. Um, I'm hoping that we don't have another rough outing if he needs to get in there. But I do think his dad going through that, he can have that conversation with him on a more of a father-son, not necessarily coach-player you know, um, level, and hopefully improves. That's Coach Huff on the status and the conversations that are being had with Cole Pennington. And I don't know if your takeaway is that maybe Cam's going to start and Cole might get in there, but I'm kind of leaning towards Cole might come in, but I still feel like that maybe Cam is going to be the quarterback. But if you're Marshall, you're not telling everybody. You're not just going to tell me. You're not going to tell the media. You're not going to tell anyone that was at that presser today, oh, yeah, we're starting We're starting Cole or we're starting Cam. I would leave that up in the air. Sean Clark can figure that out, and he's got to prepare for both now. I mean, Clark said that a couple of days ago on, on his presser. He's like, yeah, they're uh, he's starting both. He's going to use them both. He's going to play them both. I think that was uh, the gist of, I was getting. He's going to play them both. Text line 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter uh, not happy with the way uh, Coach addresses players, said that uh, Coach, players are young men. Coach calls them kids. They're not kids. Um, He said, suck it up, buck it up, Coach. Doesn't need kids on a scholarship. Okay. Texter writes in and says, uh, the only people who like Tootsie Rolls are dentists who have boat payments to make. Okay. I'll have to ask uh, I'll have to ask my dentist next time I see him because he doesn't have a boat payment to make. He's got a big green payment to make. I think I just gave away who my dentist is. We all know who my dentist is. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Uh, Texter wants to know, um, will the Marshall App State game be a sellout? Probably. I see many of our fans are returning and selling their tickets to our biggest rival. Um, App State fans will buy them up. Marshall fans don't want to go. App State fans will, will buy them up. Texter wants to know, hey, what happened to it? Bob Pruitt would say, anyone, anytime, anywhere. I feel like our Marshall mentality is slipping away. I can't I can't speak for the fans. I'm sure uh, the football players will play anybody, anytime, anywhere. Uh, the fans, if they're selling tickets, they don't want to go see Marshall play App State. They, um, I mean, there are several reasons for that. One, can't go. Don't want to go. Want to go. Something came up. You know, there's so many reasons for that. Texter says, or asks, wasn't Chad's first pass at Marshall intercepted? It might have been. I'd have to go back and actually, I know he threw several. He was not, he was not the Chad Pennington we all grew in, and, you know, into loving. He's not, 
He was Chad Pennington was not Chad Pennington that first game. So he turned into a pretty good quarterback, did he? Texer says, when Coach calls his young men kids, doesn't he coach them soft like kids or hard like young men? Uh, I talked to some of those players. I know one thing. Their off-season conditioning program, uh, they're, they're treated like men. They come out and they practice like men. And they all, I think, are treated like men. I don't – look, old people – call people kids. David Letterman called people kids. I call people kids, you know, because, uh, you know, and I I, told, I call old people kids. Hey, kids. What's up, kids? I, I don't take anything from that. I don't think he's, I don't think Coach Huff is soft. I've, I've met the man a few times. I don't think Coach Huff is soft. I don't think he's, I don't think he's coddling people. I don't think he's being completely a jerk about anything either, but I don't think he's coddling, oh, it's going to be okay, Cole. It's going to be okay, Cam. It's going to be okay, Owen. No. He treats them like men. I, I'm going to I'm gonna stand up for Coach on this. He doesn't need me standing up for him, but I'm going to stand up for Coach on this. I, I don't think uh, – I think we're playing with words here. That little – getting into the semantics a little bit. We'll hear some more of Coach's words when we continue. But, hey, I get the, I get the point. I get the point. You're hoping that Coach is treating them like men. Hey, He's coaching them up. I think he's coaching them up. They just haven't executed. They just haven't performed. It's Yeah, you can coach them up. They just aren't getting it done. I think that's the distinction here. They have not done what they need to do. They have not performed well. They have turned the ball over. They have caused a lot of this, I don't know, They've, I don't want to call herd beaters. They've shot themselves in the foot, yes, but they have put themselves in this position. I don't think that it's because uh, coaches and coaching them hard. I I could be wrong, but that's my take. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, major league playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you are a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. You've cut back on everything and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, Jeff Smith, 304-781-1234. In Milton, Eric Dodson, 304-390-4515. And in Wayne, Vicki Tabor, 304-272-5149. Our Kindred Communications family of stations reminds you of the need for blood donations to the Red Cross. Blood is always needed. It may save your life or the life of a loved one. This reminder is brought to you in part by Crimean King Funeral Home of Racine Gallup Police in Pomeroy, Ohio. Here to assist you in your time of need. Ohio Valley Bank, Community First, member FDIC. Visit online at ovbc.com. Daily Tire, 740-446-8473. Online at dailytire.com and on Facebook for specials. 
In business, everything your employees do impacts your brand, including what they wear. Cintas has high-performance workplace apparel for almost every job imaginable. From work shirts and pants to polos and khakis to Oxfords or T-shirts, these clothes move, breathe, and look great. Your team gets the styles they like, you convey the image you want. And Cintas service includes weekly laundry and delivery. To learn more, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is rowdy today. And I'm here for it. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in and says, hey, you left out my go herd on my text. Go herd. I'm sorry. I acknowledge that. Texter writes in, says, I was at the game that Byron Leftwich came in for Pennington and his first pass was intercepted and the crowd booed him off the field. He was immediately removed and Chad came back in. Byron turned out to be a pretty good quarterback too. Yeah, Byron was all right. He wasn't terrible. I mean, I can't can't forgive him for being a stealer, but I'm happy for him as well. He had a lot of success and uh, I wish... uh, I wish he was able to have more success as a quarterback in the NFL. I wish Chad was able to have more success. And, and I don't mean that saying they weren't successful. It's just I think that the the injuries kind of got them and they couldn't have the full career we were hoping they would. But I think they've had successful lives afterwards. And, you know, Leftwich, this coaching thing seems to agree with him. Turned out to be pretty good. And again, why are we booing? If you want to boo the coaches, that's fine. Why are we booing the kids? Now, that's one thing that, you know, all seriousness, that's that's one thing that I, I would I will stress this, and I, I want to make that distinction. If you're at a football game, you're not happy with the way the play calling is going. You get, you know, you get upset. You get annoyed. You know, you, you, you yeah, boo. Okay, I get that. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not going to lecture you. I'm not going to tell you, hey, you know, stop booing. Stop expressing yourself. You're there to – Enjoy the game, obviously, and you want to have a good time. You want to support your team. But, you know, if you've got a, a bit of frustration, you know, yeah, boo the coach, fine. Coach get paid a lot of money. Coach coach can take it. He gets paid a lot of money. But if you're booing players, it's a little different in a situation. I wouldn't boo players. And I know you can't really make that distinction because you hear boos, you hear boos. But – I'm not one to boo players. I wouldn't boo them. If it's professional, I'm all bets are off. If it's pro, they're getting paid. You can you can boo them if you want to. You know, be respectful about it. But you can boo them if you want to. Hockey, you can bang the glass. Don't be a jerk about it. But you can bang the glass. You know, baseball, you can throw the ball back. I, I don't care. I'm good with that. I'm fine. College, though, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not going to boo the freshman quarterback throwing an interception. I'm not going to do that. That's uh, that's not where my boo is going. I mean, it is Halloween, but that's not where the boo is going. Back to the text line. Her players are not kids. They're young men. Well, 
I don't know if the definition of kid is certain age. You know, what's the definition of kid? That's an that's an interesting debate. What's the definition of kid? You know, when are you no longer a kid? And is it subjective? Is it is it relationship based? Like, hey, that's my kid. Hey, those are my kids. Don't lie to me. You know your mother calls you kid still. That's that's her kid. That's her baby. You know it. Don't lie to me. You can't tell me she doesn't. Your mother looks at you and is like, hey, that you know, that's my baby. This is my kid. You you can't tell me she doesn't. Let's get to more of our our text before we here we go. Here's a good one. Before we hit to the Coach Huff sound. Don't forget to wear your Halloween costume to gain free admission to men's soccer tonight. Go herd. There you go. Wear your wear your costume tonight. Go herd. Let's get back to Coach Huff. He was asked a little bit about how the team is handling this uh, four-game losing streak. And you know, yesterday he talked a little bit about it on the Sunbelt Conference call about the 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 meeting have the leaders. He talked a little bit more about that today with the media on hand. So we meet um, with the leadership council every Sunday, um, typically to find out, you know, is the locker room clean, what uniform you want to wear this week, you know, how you guys feel. Um, they're great. They are great because they know that it's all self-imposed. This man would say self-imposed, meaning things that we can do to fix it. Um, and you just talk to them. The way you get through a storm is you run through it. You know, you don't turn around and try to work, worry about last week. You don't worry about what happened two weeks ago. Um, Eli Neal and Owen Porter um, have done a really good job from a leadership perspective. Because um, you always ask, right, you know, well, how are you guys? How is it mentally? Because obviously as a coach, you know, it's, it's the worst thing in the world to lose. Um, but the players are like, coach, we're good. We got to play better. You know, we got to do a better job communicating. We got to do a better job tackling. Offensively, we got to put points on the board. You know, we're close. But you know, for whatever reason, you know, we're stumping our toe. We're, we're good. We're actually, Dalton Tucker said, Coach, this is the best our culture's been, you know, since you've been here. You know, there's been times where in the locker room, you know, all of a sudden now guys start bickering, I should be playing, you should be playing. Um, he said, we haven't had any of that. He said, honestly, all the way up until the last play of the game, the offense was cheering on the young defensive guys that were in the game to make a play. You know, the Chris Thomases, the, you know, Shaq Diva got in, you know, Jaden Yates got in. Um, and then Owen said, yeah, all the way up until, you know, Cole's last drive, we wanted you guys to go score a touchdown. When you have that kind of culture, you'll fix these problems. Ultimately, it's going to come down to execution, right? But you can fix the problems when the culture stays strong because now it's no one saying, well, it's your fault. Or it's my fault. It's we have to own it. We've got to fix it. That's Coach Huff talking about how this team is handling this four-game losing streak. And again, yeah, you heard Coach earlier talk about, and he's taking, you know, he's taking this. Uh, I don't want to call them keyboard warriors. I don't want to call them, you know, people who are on social media, you know, dogging. I just. Um, I think he's taking it with a grain of salt. He's having a little fun with it, you know, talking about, well, you know, hey, Coach Coach Pennington is, uh, you know, I mean, Bob Pruitt, you know, he, you know, I don't know what he said, the, the Pennington and, you know, we're the worst team in America right now. I, I get that. He's having a little fun with it. But, I mean, there's a lot of concerns here. You know, you're on a four-game losing streak, so you want to make sure that, you know, from a, uh, a football standpoint, 
that you're putting your team in the best position to win because that's kind of the, the job. That's the that's the job. Win football games. I go back to earlier. What have you done for me lately? I could have the best week going, and then I come in next week. Okay, that was great, but what have you done for me lately? Hey, I won the first four games. That's great. What have you done for me lately? I get that mentality. I understand that. You know, why do you go to a football game? Is it is it you're going to go watch the football game and just enjoy it? Yes, but you you want to go see your team win. So that's where we're at right now. That's what it's about. I mean, Marshall just let a coach go because honestly, a seven nine and one record this season, two and eight in the Sun Belt, and an overall record of seventeen thirty seven and eight, and five twenty seven and four in league play, and he was a hell of a nice guy. He was a really great guy, but it all comes back to what have you done for me lately? So it's good to hear that inside the building, they're handling it well and they want to get past this. But as far as the fan base is concerned. It's going to come down to, what have you done for me lately? Where are you at? And that's going to do it for this edition. A couple of texts come in before we call it a night. Um, Texter says, uh, go Marshall Thundering Kids. It's trick or treat. Let them be kids one night. Let them be kids one night. Come on. And again, don't forget, wear your Halloween costume uh, to get free admission to the men's soccer match tonight. That's happening at Hoops Family Field. Tomorrow, I don't think you have to dress up, but you've got exhibition play tomorrow at the Cam Henderson Center. Thundering Herd will be in action. Final exhibition match before regular season play begins. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Have a safe and happy Halloween. Retransmitting in Glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRBC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.